Hi, I am the uh, Kinky Caption Crafter, and today I wanted to talk about how strange it feels that I might actually finish a novel for once, by which I mean writing one. Although I have left many a novel unfinished. I've left about just every other novel that I've tried writing unfinished. That's for sure. I've always wanted to write a book. I've never really cared so much about, like, success. Um, in, in a weird way, too, I've always kind of found it more appealing to have, like, a low-key cult-following success as opposed to, like, being a, a celebrity. I think it was partly uh, because uh, when I was a kid... I used to be really into these guys called Spill.com. Even still today, I don't listen to him quite as much, but the guy who started it, Corey Coleman, I, I still consider him a hero of mine, even if I don't watch his uh, show Double Toasted as much as I used to be on Spill.com every day, pretty much, of my teenage life. Also, last thing I'll say about that, that's also why I'm talking into this mic, is because I wanted to be like Corey Coleman and have a podcast. But way before... I wanted to have a podcast because when I was born, podcasts weren't even a thing. Although I might have, might have like uh, imagined having a radio show, you know, as kids do. I don't know if, if it was every kid. I remember having a tape recorder and pretending to to have my own radio show. And this is the natural evolution of it. So yes, I, I guess you could say I've always wanted a podcast. I guess you could say about as long as I've always wanted to write a book. I could just never commit to it. I'd always reach like some point in either writing out the story or in outlining it where I just couldn't get over a certain hump. And I would just tell myself that like, well, if I can't get over this, then I'm a hack and no one's ever going to want to read this. So I should just give up. And then I read this book at the uh, recommendation of a professor of mine called War of Art, not to be confused with Art of War. No, War of Art by Stephen Pressfield really woke me up, kind of. I still feel like I'm, you know, like half asleep looking to turn off my alarm. But the, the book War of Art, it talked a lot about resistance, and the things that keep us from doing what we really want to do. And um, to be honest, I still give in to resistance every day. I do things that are just for my short-term happiness that ultimately make me feel miserable in the long run, so I just seek more short-term happiness. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, I'm starting to uh, break out of it. And in a weird way, this erotic caption... So lately I've been calling myself an author. I don't know if that's a great idea, but I figure I've been writing since August and I am working on the book that I have put out chapters of. And the great thing about writing her forever version is that I don't have to care about what anyone else thinks. And even though people like the erotic captions, I, for the most part, still just kind of write this for myself. I mean, I, I think I've talked about before how I do tend to write the commissions with other people in mind, but the captions are whatever I feel like, and this podcast, consequently. But so I just keep telling myself there's no reason to not keep going with this because it's erotica. It doesn't have to make sense even though I put a stupid amount into thinking about things that should make sense. Like, there, there is something uh, that came up in the third chapter that should be a plot hole, but it's actually not. 
Although, to some extent, I am a little worried that it's going to seem like I'm kind of just making it up as I go along, but there is, in fact, an outline to this story. And the other fun thing about it, too, is that it's actually a story that is kind of told backwards. Because in, usually in a regular story, but, you know, there's oftentimes a uh, a love story in, in most stories. And so in those love stories, we often assume that, well, our characters have decent to great sex lives. You know, we we just assume that, right? What the uh, the stories tend to be about is the character development and how those characters grow closer and it talks about like you know the things they have in common and why they fall in love and in her forever virgin all of that stuff is kind of implied like i i don't feel like i need to talk about all the things that amy and cyrus have in common it's just like well they just got back from dinner and whatever they have in common they were talking about it then and now we're going to talk about their I don't know if sexual problems is the right part. Self-esteem issues? Sexual self-esteem issues? Yes, we're going to... They, they, that's what the story of uh, Her Forever Virgin is about. It's, it's a backwards story where we don't actually see the romance developing, but we see our characters conquering their uh, sexual misgivings about themselves. Something that, that does come up a lot, though, I, I especially find when I'm doing the read-alouds is Usually when I think about it, I'm like, there wasn't that much magic lore in there, right? And then I go back and read these, and then I remember like, oh yeah, the first four chapters are pretty much just lore. Um, it, it's ridiculous the extent to which I've thought out all this witch stuff. That It almost makes me think that maybe I should reuse this world for something that I could use with my real name, but then I wonder like... One of two things is going to happen if I do that. One, people are going to figure out like, okay, this person writes a lot like this other person and they also seem to be following this same bizarre rule set with magic. So obviously they're the same person. Or alternatively, people are going to be like, um, so you ripped off an erotic author. You realize that, right? And then I'm going to have to either be like, well... Yes, I did rip him off to tell my own story with his ideas. Or I would have to come clean and say, well, no, I can do that because I am that erotic author. So, hmm. but then again, how many people are actually even reading Her Forever Virgin? Like, I can tell from a little erotica that it's at least about 2,000, which is not really a whole lot of people. So what are the chances that someone would actually even read something that I use with uh, this pen name and then my real name. I I think about the stupidest stuff. But I, I think that if I can see her forever virgin through to the end, that will give me the confidence to actually write something else that I want to put my name to and see that through to the end. Because I still have a lot of weird ideas that I would like to come back to someday but uh, right now between feeling the obligation of doing this only because I make some degree of money off it and to some extent too even though it it's erotica I still feel like it kind of keeps my creative gears going in a way that helps me uh, with my writing in school as I've described it uh, without explicitly mentioning what I do I just say that it it keeps the creative gears going, whereas when I wasn't doing this and then I'd go back to school, 
And I realized, like, oh, shit, I have to write again. And I have to start kind of remembering all that stuff again. Something else, too, I, I will say is that I never expected to do was I, I never expected to also be the one putting the actual uh, book together. Like, I'm not going to print it out and bind it, but if you go over to my Patreon, I have pinned the uh, PDF files that I actually had to edit myself in InDesign. And I think I mentioned in my redux of the introduction that I asked a friend of mine for help with that. Originally, I had the number like in the dead center at the bottom of the page. And the more I looked at it, the more it just became an eyesore. And I'd, I'd never thought about like how a book was formatted until I had to do it myself. And I only had one book in my entire library, which is not really all that impressive, but still, it's something. Why do I even have all these books? It's not like I'm ever going to reread most of these. But anyways, only one of the books I found actually had numbers placed at the bottom center. And then I realized, like, wait a minute, I'm an idiot. Uh, most of them are, are uh, done where it's like numbers are at the top of the page. And so I, I also, too, I created my own little format since I release it in a kind of uh, episodic format. So that's why it always starts with no number and then it's two, three, and so forth. And uh, the other reason for that, too, is also because to make a book in InDesign, you actually have to put all the chapters together. Like, it's not recommended that you just make one long file that is a series of pages that consists of your entire 100-page-plus book. No, you actually have to divide each chapter and then kind of sew it together digitally. Which, that's the other thing, too, is... Doing this kinky caption crafter thing, it's like, okay, I've learned way more about editing audio. I've learned way more about Photoshop. I've learned a little bit about video editing. If you're, if you're watching this video editing, you can see that it's very minimal, but it's something. It got me an A in a class. Oh, yeah, I've also learned how to, I guess I'll just say it now. I learned how to upload a podcast onto major players, which may have been one of the reasons why I couldn't quite find an audience for my last podcast. <laughs> Although I'm also not sure that that would have been a smart thing to sink any money into. Which is really because I don't even know how many of my Patreons even actually listen to this. So as far as I'm concerned, the money that they pay me just kind of goes now into funding me playing with a microphone <laughs> and talking into it about what it's like to be an erotic author. And I think that seems like about a good place to uh, end the episode. So now you can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or uh, whatever it's called. And I think just about anything past that and more, like, I, I kind of figured, okay, if I'm going to, like, put my podcast up, I might as well put it up on every platform that this Buzzsprout host makes it easy to upload to. Because why not? Also, um, for some reason, want to follow me on some of the social networks. I am on uh, Twitter, at KinkyCapCrafter. You can uh, find me on Reddit as uh, 
user forward slash kinky caption crafter. There is a uh, blog spot, kinky caption crafter.blogspot.com. And of course, there is the uh, Patreon, which I fear every day that I might get people arrested for uh, crimes against humanity by supporting just about everything I do. Not that I'm doing anything other than the kinky caption crafter thing, but really, you know, once someone in the U.S. government sees it, they're going to be like, this This needs to be put to a, to a stop. This is an embarrassing blight on humanity. We can't let this stand. This guy and everyone who thinks this guy deserves money, take them all out. God, I am terrible at ending a podcast.